بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعده مع brothers sisters Allah سبحانه وتعالى mentioned something very beautiful about the believers we ask Allah to include us among them Allah said والذين آمنوا أشد حب لله Allah said, but the believers are those who love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more and above than anyone and anything else. Ashad hubba lillah. Ashad is the superlative form of shadid which means very strong. So ashad is strongest. So who are the believers? The ones, they are the ones whose love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala supersedes their love for anyone and anything else, whatever that other might be, they love Allah more. Now think about this. Why did Allah not say, Jalla Jalaluhu, and of course I'm not putting myself in the place of Allah and saying He didn't say this for this reason. I'm just talking about my understanding of this. Why did Allah not say the believers are those who pray regularly right who are, who 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 may who, who establish salah regularly or fast regularly or who go for hajj or who um, give in charity or whatever right allah did not mention any of those things why my understanding is because all of those things the two things there are two things about that firstly all those things can be done without love for example a person might worship allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as a matter of habit right He's done it all his life, he does it, quality of worship, what not, doesn't matter, he just does it. A person might do it to fool people. For example, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned this about the munafiqeen. Allah said that even when they stand in salah, qamu kusala. Allah said they stand in a lazy way. And he said, yura'una nas, to show people. Allah said, fawailulil musalleen alladhina hum ansalatihim sahun, alladhina hum yura'un. Allah said, woe to those who pray, who delay their salah, who are careless about their salah and who pray to show people. Right? The munafiqeen in the time of Nabi Sallam used to pray salah behind him in the first saf with takbir ula. So they were praying, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, these are munafiqun. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Allah will not forgive them even if you, Muhammad Sallam, ask forgiveness for them 70 times. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَنْ يَقُولُ آمَنَّا بِاللَّهِ وَبِالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَمَا هُمْ بِمُمِنِينَ Allah said that among the people are those who say we believe in Allah and the Day of Judgment, but they are not believers. So, the action which we are seeing may be a sign of love, may not be a sign of love. Love is what is inside the heart. So, what is the sign, the surest sign of love? Again, go back to what I mentioned about the munafiqin, people who did not love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but who were going through the motions of Islam. What is the what is what do you see from their motions? Here are people who are doing just the bare minimum to get by. Right? If they leave salah altogether, if they don't come for prayer, then somebody will criticize them, somebody will say this person is not a Muslim, somebody will say this person is rejecting salah. So what do you do? You go, you stand there. So nobody can say, I was not present. Yeah, I was present. But I was present, as they say in Farsi, Badil and Akhasta. You know, 
in in a, in a tired and uh, disgusted manner. So I go, I stand there, and uh, this person stands there, and that's it, right? He doesn't pay attention, doesn't do anything. Uh, he will never do anything more. For example, a person like that, do you think they will pray the sunnah? They will not pray the sunnah. Do you think they will pray nawafil? No way. No way. They will just pray the first salah, the minimum possible, and then they <clears throat> go away because they are not, they're not interested in it. So to do just the minimum is a sign that shows that you do not, do not love what you are doing. Obedience is an automatic result of love. But just the actions alone are not a sign of love. So now if you are looking for love in your own actions, and I'm not talking about looking at others, I'm saying looking, looking at yourself. I need to ask myself, what in my actions shows that I love Allah? So I'm praying, but what in my prayer shows that I love Allah? Because the one who does not love Allah is also praying. So if I am praying, how is my salah different from that person? I would say I would go early for the salah. I would pray the salah at its the beginning of its time because this is what Nabi Sallallahu said in the hadith in Bukhari. He said the best action is to pray the salah in time at its earliest time. Then when I go, I would make sure I make good wudu. I make sure I go and pray in the masjid by jama'ah. And when I get into the masjid, I pray to rakat of uh, Tahiyatul Masjid. Right? And if there is a sunnah to be prayed at that time for the uh, with that salah, then I will pray the sunnah, then I will pray the first salah. Then I will do the askar that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam used to do after first salah. Then I will pray the sunnah. <coughs> or I will go home and pray the sunnah and nafil because this is <coughs> more, uh, more, more rewardable. Uh, that you pray the sunnah and, and nawafil at home. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi said, do not make your homes into graveyards where you don't pray at all. So pray sunnah nafil at home. <coughs> right? If I, if I, if I am, uh, uh, praying, uh, if I'm, if I go to the masjid for Salatul Fajr, I will, I will wake up earlier and I will pray tahajjud and I will read some Quran and then I will go for Salatul Fajr to the masjid. What am I saying here? I'm saying that I will be, if I love Allah more, then I, if I love Allah more than anyone, anyone, anything else, then I will do more for Allah. I will do, I will seek to please Allah. We have the beautiful story of Musa alayhi salam in the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala called him and he told him to bring a delegation of his people because <clears throat> this was after the worship of the golden calf and so on, all that story. So Musa alayhi salam took 70 of the people and as they were going towards the mountain to Thor where Musa alayhi salam used to speak to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Musa alayhi salam hurried and he he ran, he hurried and he came earlier. He came ahead of all the people. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked him, why did you come, why did you hurry? Why did you come early? And what did he say? He said, Inni ajiltu ila rabbi litarda. He said, I hurried and I came towards my Rabb so that you become, you are happy with me. He doesn't have to come. He could have come. He could have come with his people. Allah, Allah said, bring the people. So he, when you say bring the people, what does he mean? It doesn't mean come ahead of the people. It means come with the people. Bring them with you. Musa salam went early. What does that tell you? He tells you that Musa salam loves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more than anyone and anything else. Now we see this in the lives of the Anbiya over and over and over. We see this in the most beautiful way in the life of Musa salam. Where we have one of the fam most famous hadiths, which I'm sure all of us know. Where Sayyidah Aisha Siddiqa, she, she was so concerned and so 
I won't say upset, but she was, you know, she was very concerned that he would stand for such long periods, for hours in Salah, that his blessed feet would become swollen. So she asked him, Ya Rasulullah, why do you, why do you exert so much? I mean, this is like, you know, uh, your, your feet are getting swollen by, by standing hours and hours. He said, why do, you, why do you exert yourself so much when your Rabb Jalla Jalaluhu has forgiven you? In Surah Al-Fatah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, we have forgiven your sins before and after. He said, your Rabb has already forgiven you. Your Rabb will give you Jannah. There is no doubt about this fact that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam will go to Jannah. So why do you exert yourself so much? What is his answer? His answer is, Ya Aisha, should I not show that I am a grateful slave? Allah has forgiven me. Should I not show my gratitude to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala? By what? By doing the minimum? Or by doing the maximum that you can do? My brothers and sisters, a day will come when we will face Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is when these things will come to haunt us. That we had the opportunity to do the maximum, but we chose to do the minimum. I remind myself and you, the time to wake up is right now. Not when we are standing there facing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are in this world for a very, very short time. And we don't know when our time will end. And when that time ends, we do not want that time to end on a note of regret. We want that time to end on a note of Alhamdulillah, satisfaction that you did and I did the best that we could do. And of course, for forgiveness, we rely on the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nobody will go into Jannah by their own actions. They will go by the mercy of Allah. But the actions are things which invoke and call down upon us the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So therefore, let not our actions be a reason why that mercy is blocked or stopped. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to do absolutely the best that we can do to please Him and to do more rather than, rather than to do less. وصلى الله على نبي الكريم وآله وصحبه أجمعين برحمة الله